Good evening, good night, lovely people. It's 19.22 hours on Friday, August 5th in the United Kingdom. I'm smiling right now because I feel really at peace. I feel at peace because I was in turmoil once again, story of my life, with a distressing situation I had on the 2nd of August. But more to the story, it led me to have unsettling worries and niggly feelings with a historic situation which I haven't mentioned on the podcast and I've been toiling sometimes with certain things if certain things happen it can trigger other things that you may not have dealt with in the past and I think it falls into this topic of uncertainty after the health situation really nicely but without further ado I started this podcast after going for gynecological surgery in March 2020 or if you're yet to have your health situation and you want to know tips and tricks to help you live that fulfilling life come on over and join my community because I've got lots and lots of things to share about women's health and I want to take women's health to a next level because I seriously and really believe in it now after that I went through a really big health situation. Also, my podcast show is primarily on the go, but I will share with one what I learned to do with my health, both mentally and physically from time to time. So without further ado, this podcast show is called Uncertainty After a Health Situation. And yes, I know, friends, it's the 5th of August. I kind of didn't want to go to do it, but I wanted to provide value and I always want to deliver, so to speak, especially for you more seasoned listeners. And of course, for you lovely new people that may stumble upon this podcast probably just now so for new and old listeners i just want to provide value because i said i wanted content great after my surgery and i really mean business about this women's health and sometimes yeah it can be gritty because we want to just relax and sometimes we don't have that motivation and a lot of things i do believe come into uncertainty as a whole topic and it's quite large so i may come back and do little segments in more specifics but the kind of uncertainty I believe in more after my health situation and particularly after I had a initial assessment in May the 17th specifically for my mental health assessment and this was friends largely because the career I wanted to get into without saying too much is quite a high career and the doctor that was assessing me he said and he noticed that I would do with and I could do with some guidance for my mental health because doctors know these things they know when things are not right within one's psyche because they've studied for years so I, and I trust the doctors I really do so I went and booked myself onto a healthy service to do with counselling and therapy but it's a little bit of a wait when you're on the National Health Service in the United Kingdom but I got my initial assessment done and after that over the telephone I cried because I got a lot of things off my chest so to speak to the trainee psychologist person and it was nice it was really nice because I felt listened to and I think I'm going to get tearful again because that's what I think we want in life we want to be listened to and we want to be heard but yeah I found this website today and it caught my eye it's got a lock at the top so it's secure it's called the insider.com and I just want to read you a little bit of factual information before I go off on a tantrum or before we share some stories if you like and then before I conclude this podcast episode so it says four tips to help you tackle confusing uncertain and stressful times like these 
this article I believe was written by a psychologist but they mostly are talking about when the pandemic crisis alludes to COVID-19 and thank god we're almost over it I wouldn't say we're totally over it because I still believe in safety all the time and I'm especially prone to getting colds I've kind of got a year-long cold friends because I've got in the summertime I get hay fever so I get sniffly and I've got all colds then then I kind of get an autumn cold so to speak and I kind of get a winter cold for some reason and I kind of get a spring cold so you could say I've got a cold all year round for different reasons and different things crazy huh but yeah that's just over 40s health for you but story of my life but I'm still a fan believer in living life to the fullest and doing amazing things so they said research shows that uncertainty can be appealing during certain activities like gambling or reading a mystery novel but the large-scale uncertainty that many people have felt during the coronavirus pandemic is much more difficult to handle the uncertainty that we are worrying about has to do with our safety and the safety of our loved one says melinda massoff she's a phd a psychologist that has written this particular article i believe we don't know how long the covid19 crisis is going to last and we are uncertain who will get sick and who will cover and who will need to be hospitalized these unknowns are too big and scary to process uncertainty they go on to say on this website it might be different people who's written it as well so you can bear that in mind and i will put every website that i use in the description box of the podcast episode so you can check it out for yourself uncertainty is a major cause of stress uncertainty interrupts our ability to plan for the future and i bang on about living a healthy and fulfilling life after surgery because after one's gone for a particular health situation all they can think of is living that healthy life and maintaining a healthy life going forward because they've been in gritty and grotty places and not to go off on a tantrum or not to be negative but yeah it's just really crucial i believe not just because one has gone through a health situation but in general to live that fulfilling life and health is your wealth really so normally our brains make decisions for the future based on our past experience and that's a crucial point because if you have things holding down you and you haven't dealt with the past correctly then you won't be able to move forward and be in the present moment and go forward and see the future clearly so that's a really key point i would say when the future is uncertain or we're experiencing something new we can't rely on past experiences to inform our decision making without that tool we can become anxious about what the future might hold running through various scenarios and worrying about them that's what i do and i have been doing over the past couple of days because i've been trying to piece together and for me friends i like to put things in little boxes so i can box them off and put them to bed i don't know about anyone else but i personally like to do that and so i feel good and i'm smiling right now because i'm almost there to the point where i can box the situation off and put it to bed i just like to see that other people have had that situation i think and then i feel more reassured and reassured shall i say because for me although i do have uncertainty a lot and sometimes i worry a lot to the point where it can become excessive and that's where my anxiety is caused but i'm a warrior 
but I try to curve that to try and see situations even if for example I've got a situation and I will share that in a minute and I haven't got closure for it but even if I need the closure for it to box it off and sometimes we all can be impatient I sometimes think of what is more realistic and what is likely to fit and that sometimes helps me so sometimes I can get the closure from movies sometimes I can get the closure from books but generally I like to see it so I'll get it from a movie or series and then I can box that off and when the time comes and you happen to see that person again or you get closure for it it fits if that makes sense so yeah and our minds like it to plan for the future using our knowledge of our past experience to anticipate what our future will hold says another person Anisha Patel Don fear of the unknown causes our mind to worry about the anticipation of the future threat and they go on to say a lot more but I'm gonna leave it there for now I think friends and I'll go on to just pinpoint the tips so how to deal with uncertainty they say build your intolerance we navigate uncertainty every day like driving to work when we might not make it there safely acknowledging these everyday uncertainties that usually gloss over and focusing on the fact that you still went about your life can build your tolerance for more significant uncertainties says sure says Gertrude Leons and that's an education doctor I believe a psychologist then they say two to practice mindfulness which I generally practice and I think is really great and I try to be mindful and do deep breathing as much as possible I haven't cracked it as yet but I'm getting there slowly slowly baby steps friends and three they say follow a schedule the psychological consequences of stress can cause changes to your sleep and eating patterns so if you follow a schedule it can help with the uncertainty and I'm paraphrasing a little bit friends because I'm not reading from the script or the website so if you want to check the website I'll put it in the description box of the podcast episode and number four they go let go and focus on things you can control and I will say friends this is the hardest point for me really because for me friends it's the letting go and sometimes friends I'm have been kind of paraphrased that my behavior is like I'm a dog with a bone in a certain sense and when I once spoke to a service called the Samaritans in the United Kingdom over the phone the person on the phone said that to me and in a sense I am like that because once I have a distressing situation I will ponder and ponder on it and ruminate and ruminate and that can be not good and not healthy as well until I see a clear-cut solution and sometimes it can take days or sometimes it can take months or years it depends but I try to sift out the situation and get it closed off and off as quickly as possible because I want to live that fulfilling life and I just want to carry on in a more positive way especially after I've had my myomectomy surgery so yeah letting things go and only having the things that one can control is kind of be really hard for me but I think with a strong community and with the tips that these people and these psychologists have said 
you'll be all right we can all make it through and together we're one team working together friends and so that is the little bit of factual information i wanted to share with one of you and all of you who listen to this podcast listen to this podcast episode of uncertainty after a health situation so now i'm gonna go through a little bit of chit chat i'm a little bit tired today friends so bear with me but i did want to come in and provide value so the situation i had was in 2015 and it wasn't directly at me but it was more like a convenient situation after a health situation which I've done a podcast on and I have sometimes a lot of convenience but it still hurts me and affects me today where the person came behind me and she was already on the phone and I thought she was talking at me but she must have said the road is clear and sometimes people are on the phone and they are talking they sometimes do two things at once but i heard a person very very tiny and i had to retrace my steps years later up to now i would just feel complete about the situation she said and she said it in a calming way and the person had a male kind of deep voice they said she didn't say the road is clear she said the road is free but i believe that's her accent and yeah and meaning that the road is clear some people have different accents and the words they use can be a little strange because if they're not accustomed to english they will speak in in the words that they know in english and the person i believe the person said oh oh yeah so that's how i know that she weren't talking at me but this bothered me so much until this day and i know that she was speaking to someone else because it was a couple of steps back but then she came closer to me and then she was looking at me so it's like she wanted an answer so and because i was doing things fast and i could have been ill from that point but never realized it because i was on the contraceptive pill and when you're on the contraceptive pill friends these can cause ex female harmers ostrogen and estrogens in particular and they can cause pelvic mass but i never realized that before because i was always wanted to have my menstruation but i just never knew how to do things properly in a health way and that in a way it's my downfall because if i spoke and talked more which i have now learned to do after surgery it's just ass and just be more communicative and it's an ongoing process really friends but if i did that then maybe i might not have had the myomectomy but i don't hold any malice or i don't live with regrets because sometimes one has to go through a certain situation in order to do other things and better themselves so yeah it it is what it is friends but it was a learning and pivotal point for me so i would say that i'm grateful in a way now that the situation happened because but i just realized today and it came to my mind it was like a destruction of the peace and distraction of the peace when someone comes rushingly and they're doing something they're distracting the peace of someone else because sometimes people don't realize what they're doing but they're actually distracting someone else's peace and even prior to surgery i was a peaceful person i'm just a calm person friends but yeah so i can put that situation to bed but that resurfaced in my mind because i think that was a trigger of what i experienced on tuesday the 2nd of august which was it was my dad's birthday on the 2nd of august but aside from that friends because i am a little bit thirsty and my belly was talking to me just a while ago so it might be thirsty or hungry i've just had my dinner so it probably is just first 
most likely first yeah so i'll probably get a drink in a bit but so and then i was trying to deal with this situation because i was really getting upset because i received an email on the 1st of august and i was wondering what's this email i never withdraw from the process i wanted to and i still want this career without saying what it is but it's a career i've wanted since 2013 friends and so i got this email saying that they will withdraw my application and naturally i just panic went into full panic mode not well not full panic mode but i, I did panic i didn't do any deep breathing because i thought oh no oh no because i didn't understand it for one and then for two I wasn't willing to accept at that point that I would have to go through the whole process again but then after sifting out and doing the anxiety book which I put in the August newsletter bonus edition part of recommendation if you want to check that out and it's going to be out on the 6th of August but at 7 o'clock I was doing the anxiety book and then I come to the realization friends it's okay I don't mind doing the whole process again should I be referred or anything should happen touch wood that the doctor signs me off because if the doctor doesn't pass me for this role it's kind of serious because it may go against me if I go into another organization so to speak so it's crucial that this doctor in this organization signs me off but I, I don't hold any malice against him and I do feel that he will sign me off and I don't want to go to another organisation because this organisation knows my history, if that makes sense. So I'm just praying and hoping that everything will be alright come the fall because I will have the consultation around October, November time because the doctor said six to nine months and they know how long one may need. But so yeah so i had that going on and they said because it's almost been two years when i've done the assessment and the scores will be timed out so the scores are due to be timed out on the 22nd of august this year 2022 meaning that they had to discard my application from their point of view if that makes sense but the email was much positive in the evening and helped calm my anxiety it said that when you speak to the doctor just give us a call back and we can discuss your application so i do believe they want to help me i do believe something may be done to help me get because i'm 90 percent of the way friend once i get past this point medically as mentally fit then all i have to do is the fitness but at the same time i've accepted it now if i have to go through the whole process again you never know it could be much faster for me because i've already been through it so i've accepted it that yeah I don't mind going through the whole process again, but if they can speed it up, oh, I'll take it. Why not? Who wouldn't want that? But yeah, so that was the situation in a nutshell. But what got me a little bit more anxious is the way I was trying to ask the lady questions and I was calm. But the, when she called me over the phone, the recruitment advisor, officer, I don't, I'm not too sure what her title is, but that's what I'm calling her. She was kind of like, you know, when someone's kind of not straight and they're tr trying to bypass you or fob you off you're trying to ask direct questions but you're not getting something out of them it's like trying to get blood out of a stone it was kind of that way it was gritty and her voice would be raised at certain points so it's like she said like i said like that way so she didn't want to share and be honest and it was horrible friends and that's why i felt so so her so i want to put in my feedback and suggestions because i don't think it's nice the way she dealt with me and i think 
it's like I'm a piece of meat and I'm not valid so to speak but I know I am valid but I do believe she has her own problems in her psyche but no one should go through that so it was that situation friends that kind of triggered the situation that I had previously with the woman at the road but it's that uncertainty that I didn't knock on the head so to speak or close down that that's why the two things kind of hurt me more but I know in my head and I've seen a little bit of it that they have psyche issues and, and I know it's kind of like a ghost that's whizzing past you know like that's how I kind of visualised it so I'm able to almost put the situation to bed like 98% I feel really good about the situation but it's just that little bit that I need to see to just knock it on the head and just be complete going forward so I, I know that it's like a distraction of someone's peace basically so I've worked it out fully in that sense just today and I feel really great going forward but I just wanted to share that with you it's that uncertainty sometimes that one wants enclosures and that's really what for me I wanted to talk about that's why I wanted to do this podcast episode because I have had a lot of situations come up after surgery that I may not have dealt with properly and very succinctly and I needed the closures for it but it's just putting something in place I believe from my point of I'm not a doctor I'm not a psychologist or trained medical professional I'm just a former patient but I believe that I'm in the best place to talk to you because I've been through a health situation that is massive so if you do want to talk to your doctor or psychologist they are always in the best place to help you and yeah going forward so yeah for me friends i'm really happy today i feel really content now but i just wanted to share that little story with you and i think that's the best story that has come up just this week i don't hold any malice against this person and you never know we could be might even be best friends you never know what will happen but it's just when people's got their own worries or situations sometimes their behavior can impact and inflict negatives and not nice onto one but i'm determined friends in two days time to enjoy my birthday i've just cooked a nice stir fry today friends and absolutely amazing and yeah going forward i'm looking forward for the future i can see myself in this role friends but it's just that it's like a catch-22 like one of the job center staff said and yeah he's right i'm kind of like walking a tightrope right now waiting for this career but i've worked so hard friends and oh yeah friends before i go this week's midweek weighing friends i've been the lowest point since my myomectomy surgery i mean i touched 39 kilos before but i was 39.5 kilos midweek so that is 700 grams down from last week 40.2 oh man friends i feel absolutely amazing that i've stuck to my eating plan i've stuck to my fitness if i don't go to the gym i make sure i walk a certain amount every day especially as i started a nutrition and health course about two weeks ago and although that course ended because of low funding and lack of funding in my area but i will be doing another one god willing life be spared because the course i just went on if you're more seasoned it's a digital skills for the workplace the same college is offering that course so thank god for that so i've got loads of things to look forward to so it's going to be great going forward so yeah i'm feeling a lot more positive about the future but yeah i just wanted to share that it was a little bit gritty but yeah i hope you all have a lovely friday whichever part of the world you're in and stay safe and i will be with you lovely people shortly bye for now